0: Hey, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Friday, December 30th. Our first big thing is... Soybean futures jumped in overnight trading as hot and dry weather further threatens crops in Argentina. Some precipitation is expected in parts of the South American country this weekend, but that will give way to extremely hot weather next week, said Don Keeney, an agricultural meteorologist with Maxar. Widespread rains Sunday will improve moisture slightly, but dry and hot conditions next week will allow stress to expand again, Keeney said. Rainfall in Argentina this week only provided localized relief from unseasonal warmth and dryness, said the Weekly Weather and Crop Bulletin from the U.S. Department of Agriculture and National Weather Service. Grain futures were little changed overnight as drought conditions in the southern plains remained steady. About 86% of Kansas, the biggest wheat-growing state in the U.S., was suffering from drought conditions as of December 27th, unchanged from the previous week according to the U.S. Drought Monitor. 90% of Oklahoma, the second-largest producer of hard red winter varieties, was seeing drought also unchanged week to week, the monitor said. Little or no rain has fallen in southwestern Kansas and the Oklahoma and Texas panhandles in the past two weeks. Data from the National Weather Service show the same is true for all of Oklahoma, Missouri, and Arkansas, where soft red winter varieties are grown. Soybean futures for January delivery rose 13.5 cents to $15.29 and 3 quarter cents a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade. Soymeal was up $6.10 to $464.60 a short ton, while soy oil fell 32 hundredths of a cent to 66.04 cents a pound. Wheat futures for March delivery dropped a quarter cents to $7.73 and three quarter cents a bushel, while Kansas City wheat was up a tick to $8.66 and three quarter cents a bushel. Corn for March delivery fell half a cent to $6.79 a bushel. Next up, ethanol production in the seven days that ended on December 23rd plunged to the lowest level in more than two months, while inventories rose, according to data from the Energy Information Administration. Output last week averaged 963,000 barrels per day, down from 1.029 million barrels a week earlier, the EIA said in a report. That's the lowest since the week that ended on October 7th. In the Midwest, by far the biggest producing region, production dropped to 906,000 barrels a day on average from 975,000 barrels the previous week, the agency said. That also was the lowest since early October. The losses in the Midwest were the entirety of the declines as East Coast production was unchanged at 12,000 barrels per day and Rocky Mountain output was steady at 14,000 barrels. Gulf Coast production was up to 22,000 barrels per day last week from 20,000 barrels the previous week, the government said. West Coast output rose to 9,000 barrels a day on average from 8,000 barrels a week earlier. Ethanol stockpiles in the week through December 23 rose to 24.636 million barrels, the agency said. That's up from 24.067 million barrels a week earlier, and the highest level for inventories since the seven days that ended on April 8th, the EIA said in its report. And finally... A large storm is expected to hit western Kansas starting tomorrow and lasting through Thursday, though the exact location of the winter weather is still in flux, according to the National Weather Service. The storm will hit the central U.S., but models are showing that it may move north of southwestern Kansas, which has been extremely dry for at least the past couple of weeks, the NWS said in a report early this morning. The same system may impact eastern Kansas starting Monday and last through early next week. Rainfall is forecast for parts of southern Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana today and tonight, the agency said. Locally heavy rain cannot be ruled out, especially across southeast Missouri and parts of Illinois into far west Kentucky, the NWS said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.